Hi, my name is Ariel Thompson. I am the founder of The Beauty of Motherhood, which is a nonprofit that provides you all the resources that you will need in order to succeed in your journey of motherhood for women of color, especially black women. There's a need for our women to have the support through it all. From doula support to mental health, we take you all the way and help you balance out your life. We show you how to have a healthy pregnancy, what to expect with childbirth education, because we know when we go inside the hospital setting and we have a childbirth education class, four hours is not enough when it comes to learning about your baby and your body. We also give classes for pumping support. If you're planning on becoming an exclusively pumper, or even if you don't know how to use a pump, we will show you how to use the pump as well. Uh, we have a breastfeeding support group as well, in-house and via the web. Make sure you tune in um, a joint breastfeeding support group for black moms. There are over 60,000 women who are in need of assistance with evidence-based information. We pair you with women who look like you and I. Why? Because we need to see that there are women here who are ready to serve and support you. Women always ask, how? Why did I even start this nonprofit? And I go into detail about all the struggles I had as a mother with no true support. As they say, once you get pregnant, your friends go away. And that was definitely true for me as a first-time mom when I was about 22. And then I was 22, a black mom who wanted to breastfeed. I heard about it and decided, why not give it a shot? First off, because it's free. I didn't want to pay for no formula. I don't want to pay for formula. So that was one of my main reasons for breastfeeding. Um, I did struggle, though. I have had very terrible, downright embarrassing moments in motherhood that I'm not ashamed to express because I need you to know that you are not alone in your journey of motherhood. Because of the hard choices I had to make as a mother, just deciding on was I going to stay home after the baby was born or hand her off to daycare or childcare so that I could work was a decision I had to make. But then when I found out I was pregnant, I was six and a half weeks, about 10 and a half weeks in, I ended up high-risk pregnancy. So guess what? That whole me thinking, am I going to stay at home mom, would be I am going to be a stay-at-home mom. So there's different struggles that we go through as black women, and who knows how to handle those situations. Um, and then, you know, there's your fathers. The fathers out there, they have to continue to support the family. It's a lot of work. So I always ask, why not, ladies? Why not breastfeed? So just deciding that I had to pretty much stay at home from having all these health issues during pregnancy, I was hoping that I wouldn't have to stay home for long. But then I developed what they called hyperpermesis which pretty much is any time I stood up, I passed out. Any time I drink, any time I ate, I would throw up. So I did have to quit my job because I couldn't keep anything down. 
Not being able to stand alone because if any time I would pass out, I had to make a choice right then and there. And because, you know, life happens and I was doing my best, my fiance at the time was holding down the household. I can't thank him enough for all that he has done for me and for the ch our child. That was a lifesaver. So after all that, going through all the emotions, I'm pregnant, I'm hormonal, and now I can't even work. So then I ended up with prenatal depression. And let me tell you, ladies, if you are having any type of feelings during your pregnancy, you should definitely talk to your doctor about prenatal depression. It is very real. But I kept going, and I kept trying, and I kept moving forward because I knew what I wanted out of my life. And so once I started going to the doctor, I was definitely judged during my pregnancy. I was judged mainly because of my age. I was 22, I wasn't married, you know, all of these things. Doctors tormented me about getting on birth control. As soon as my first appointment came, that was the talk. What are we going to do after your baby is born? Are you gonna get on birth control? They insisted I do it. And I simply declined the offer at every visit. Literally every visit they would ask me, Imagine going to the doctor and at the end of the appointment they continue to tell you, please make sure you decide on your birth control. To be condescended at my visit because I went from TRICARE to Medicaid was the hardest thing ever. When I had TRICARE, I had the utmost respect for my doctor. Anything I needed, my doctor would answer back. Any questions I had, he was there. But as soon as I changed over from Medicaid, I did, I did see a difference in which that sucks. That really does suck as a mother. You're going through your first pregnancy, going through any pregnancy, to know that I call in and I don't get a response because now the doctor's way too busy. Just to see how doctors would act is one thing. And this is why I help others as long as I am able to. Everyone deserves respect. Everyone deserves a great pregnancy with support through it all. Me going through it not truly knowing what I was getting myself into was the hardest thing I've ever encountered as a woman. From breastfeeding problems as soon as the baby came because for one reason, I was told to pump. I was told to pump when really I should have been latching and doing skin to skin working on my positions for me and my baby. But because, and this is just my thought process, I did have a lactation consultant. She did come in there, but she didn't help me at all. She just asked me, hey, are you planning on breastfeeding? I told her yes, she brought in a pump. She said, go ahead and pump to start getting your milk in, which was definitely misinformation, ladies. I want you to know, do not pump for the first six weeks because you need to regulate your milk. All right. So to be misinformed by a white woman lactate, lactation consultant to this day, I don't really wonder. I get it now. I get that certain human beings didn't want me to succeed in my breastfeeding journey, that being offered formula after baby came was quite awkward. As I knew, my doctors knew, my fiance knew what I wanted in our lives. Imagine how many other women who find out they're pregnant go through all the changes in their body, not knowing then get sent home from the hospital with no guidance. So even be in the hospital, and when you press that red button, no one shows up for help because they are what we call short staff. To get misinformation on pregnancy and labor, 
that later you end up with getting a C-section because it would be best for your baby and yourself. But truly, it's best for their pockets. So I want you to be aware when your doctor is all for it, they're all for you doing your natural birth, but as soon as you get in that mental state where you can't even function while you're in labor sometimes, they will try to convince you to get a C-section. To be mistreated and talked about because of my age and not get the support with what you want for your pregnancy can be overwhelming. And yes, sometimes we do give in. I gave in. I gave in my first pregnancy because I didn't know any better. And so I'm here today to let you know that you can do anything you want through your journey. And this is why it's important to have doulas or midwives or even doctors. There are great doctors out there. You just have to make sure you have the right one. So we are committed to working with women of color birth workers who look like us because we need to see the change, we need to be the change, and we will change the statistics of women of color. There's nothing more satisfying in my life than giving women the power that we have already inside of us, but just need guidance along the way. Sometimes all we need is to know that someone is there for you. And I want all my women of color, my black women, to know that I am here for you because you are the beauty of motherhood. We are here to protect our black children, to guide our families and to give them all the desires of the world because you are the bomb. Who wouldn't want to have true support system from afar and near with evidence-based information, connecting women, connecting parents, connecting children together? Because sometimes we do fall short and there should be someone to pick us up. Pregnancy and labor does something to your mental state. You actually have to learn to recognize when you're being held hostage. When birthing in color, birthing in color is a different thing. So back to my hyper-permissive pregnancy. When I found out I had that, I lost 20 pounds every, like every month, every month. I could not eat anything. I couldn't keep anything down. So what we did was we had a pick line with IV nutrition and hydration and meds every day, every other day. I would have to go to get fluids. And then even on the weekends when they were closed, I wasn't even able to make it through the weekend. We're being overlooked by medical professionals because we are black. And I want you to understand that it's real. And what about the mothers who plan on, they had a C-section for the first time, and then they plan on having a vaginal birth? Yes, you can have a vaginal birth after a C-section. To know that you can is the greatest thing in the world. Vaginal birth after a C-section is possible. I hear a lot of times with my clients, they say, my doctor said that if I do this, I can have a lot of risky problems. But what about C-sections? C-sections is far more risky and end up with epidural is definitely unnecessary. OBs like to get mother's hopes up and then at the very last minute scare you into the C-section when you have less control of your mental state. And this is why I'm here to educate, empower, and inspire women of color worldwide. To know that getting an epidural can and will slow down labor, to know that your natural hormone 
getting depleted because of this, scaring women into thinking they are not enough. But you are enough, and it's time to change the narrative. You are not someone to play with. You are not mentally um, unaware. This is why we have these support systems. This is why we start to talk to our parents. It's not just for the mother. The beauty of motherhood is as well as important as fatherhood. Fathers need to know that they can say, no, my wife is good, she's doing great. You cheer each other on through the process. And it's a big thing to birth while black. We out here getting the bare minimum when we deserve the world. Who wouldn't want to succeed? It's time we stop saving everyone else but ourselves. Your pregnancy is a priority. I want you to know that your mental health is a priority and your happiness is a priority because a happy pregnancy comes a happy baby. And it's time to heal so we can stop all the trauma within our communities to believe in ourselves and trust those around us. Black parents are not being taught how to create a positive start to breastfeeding. And this is why the beauty of motherhood is here. The beauty of motherhood is here to teach you while you're pregnant. So by the time you have your baby, you already know what to expect. Life would be so much easier if we knew what to expect. We can all agree on that. So why not get all the information that you need to make the best educated decision for you and your child? How can we create a positive start for pregnancy? By going to black professionals because they will understand more. We need more compassionate black lactation consultants, breastfeeding peer counselors, doulas, midwives, childbirth education, peer counselors. We're all vital to the community. This is why more black health professionals who work with pregnant bodies need to be trained we all need to not only be trained and educated on how to be more intersectional in our work, but to also surround and connect ourselves. Don't think for one second that you don't deserve the world because you do. That's what the beauty of motherhood is. It's you. It's within you and your support system. And I wanna thank you for tuning in today. This is just a start on what we will discuss. I'm here to empower you because I know that I didn't have that help when I was pregnant with my first child, that I had to literally teach myself about breastfeeding. That even though I went to the WIC office to see a breastfeeding peer counselor, when I got there, she told me, just take the formula, it would be easier. And I'm trying to figure out why why would she tell me that? And I kept telling her, I want to breastfeed. She's saying, you're too young for that. What does that even mean? Breastfeeding has no age. And I want you ladies to know that you can do it. You are enough. And your breast milk is the best milk in the world. Thank you for tuning in.